Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Christian Israelites, covenant people, white nationalists, uh, true patriots around the world, protectors of the white race, and everybody else who is our ally to our movement. Welcome, uh, Pastor Eli James here. This is the voice of Christian Israel, and uh, our usual co-host, Pastor David Martins of South Africa, is with us again. How are you doing today, Pastor Martins? Good evening, Pastor Eli, and also good evening to our listeners across the globe. Yes, I might want to add uh, with you that my brother uh, called me very concerned why I haven't been on this, sh- on this show for the past two weekends. Mm-hmm. And uh, at least uh, I had an uh, opportunity to converse with him. Uh, they living in an area which had been rampaged by... Um, these um, riots, uh, these these plunderings, these uh, of the past, well, of the past two weeks, basically, one can say. But um, yes, uh, Pastor, uh, keeping well on this side, we've had uh, a week this past week of uh, extreme t- low temperatures across the country, and uh, I think most places had set record lows for the month of July. Mm-hmm. Uh, for many years, and uh, uh, what we had was a whole night of sleet and snow. Woke up in the morning with um, the whole uh, area covered in snow. Now, on the very same day, because of the rain that had been falling subsequent to the snow, the snow had melted in most most places. But uh, this afternoon, going on a drive across the farm, we saw that the mountains um, across the valley still had snow, and in spite of the warmer weather, the snow is still mm-hmm. quite abundant on the the peaks on this, the southern slopes of that mountain. Well, I recall very vividly when I was there uh, driving through various parts of South Africa with you in 2014, that uh, the terrain reminded me of Southern California, where you can uh, be living on a sunny beach, you know, like the uh, city of Los Angeles, and go, go uh, swimming and surfing and boating. And then uh, just a, a, a one and a half hour drive up into the mountains, <laughs> it can be cold and snowy, right? So you can go you, skiing. You, <laughs> right? Skiing, well, that, yeah. that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> uh, Pastor, yes, very much so, especially uh, in Natal. We've got... Um, the art, um, Mozambique sea current that flows north to south past Mozambique and past Durban. Mm. Now, uh, places like Richards Bay, for example, have very hot and humid temperatures even in, 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 in winter. During winter, the temperatures are very, very mild. Mm-hmm. And even we've had reports from Richards Bay, records low or record lows in that part of the world as well. And in Kruger Park. Uh, Kruger Park had uh, uh, cold weather during this past week as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, it it was an all-round event of cold temperatures across the country. Yes. Well, I was in In Missouri last weekend, so I couldn't do the show. But, yeah, please continue. um, In fact, uh, one of the places um, in the uh, Orange Free State, the temperature was minus 11 Wow, which is uh, quite uncommon for uh, the Orange Free State. Places like Bloemfontein might go to minus three, minus four, but Brantford, uh, having re- a record of minus eleven, that was a new um, 
uh, uh, record for that particular town in the Orange Free State. Yes. Now, the reason uh, that I brought this issue up with you, the uh, riots in South Africa, was because, number one, we had talked in the past about Senior von Rensburg's prediction that there would be an Uhuru-type event, U-H-U-R-U, the African word, uh, which we'll get into uh, momentarily, uh, which uh, predicted a uh, an uprising of blacks against whites uh, in, with the obvious intention of exterminating white people. Okay, and so uh, I've heard rumors that Uhuru had begun in South Africa, and so for the last two weeks, this rioting has been going on. So uh, let me just quickly read from uh, this article here that uh, talks about uh, the situation that's been going on. And I put the link in the chat room here, AP News Explainer, what caused South Africa's week of rioting? And this is dated July 19, 2021. Uh, Johannesburg, South Africa has been rocked by the worst violence since the nation achieved democracy in 1994. Here's a closer look at the unrest. What triggered the violence? And the first sentence here is, the unrest began on July 8th when former President Jacob Zuma started serving a 15-month prison sentence for contempt of court. Supporters in his home province of KwaZulu-Natal set up roadblocks on major highways and burned about 20 trucks. The protests closed the N3 and N2 highways, which linked the Indian Ocean parts of Durban and Richards Bay to the industrial hub of Johannesburg and Cape Town. Your, your analysis at this point, Pastor. Uh, Pastor, yes. Um, uh, I think it might be worthwhile looking at something. I've just passed you a, okay. um, a newspaper clipping on the um, chat line of uh, Skype, um, which uh, clearly indicates a, a detail of an article in the Namibian uh, mm-hmm. Which states not yet Uhuru now. Not now yet, many people, huh? <laughs> not okay. Yet Uhuru, but that yeah. was quite some time ago. Uh-huh. And um, uh, what is also important is that uh, th- during the past a few years, with Nelson's Mandela, de- Nelson Mandela's death, etc., um, th- there had been newspaper articles in, for example. Uh, the Sowetan, um, which is a black newspaper of uh, the vicinity of Johannesburg, uh, to the Southwestern, and Soweto is the acronym for Southwestern Townships. And uh, th- mm-hmm. that being a very large, the biggest black uh, township in, in South Africa, uh, of course, with the gold mining and activities and the industrialization of Johannesburg over the past 110 years, um, that is a area that had grown tremendously over the past um, dec- uh, the mm-hmm. past uh, a century. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, with Nelson Mandela's sickness before he died, um, many of the blacks were talking about. Uh, Uhuru and uh, the Sowetan very clearly indicated not yet Uhuru. Uhuru <laughs> right, right. Yes. Which then basically means, which then basically means, and it was also an article on the CNN, um, which says not yet Uhuru. Um, the 
it's it's very clear that um, the blacks are um, out to create a situation of Uhuru. Now, I don't know whether you are aware of a uh, a movie that was made in during the 1960s, um, and that is where the name Uhuru comes from. The the uh, it was an Italian movie or mm. uh, uh, well a movie that was made of the killings of the white people during the um, so-called liberation of the black African states, right. especially countries like the Congo, the Belgian, what used to be the Belgian Congo, how the uh, blacks had moved into towns and uh, decimated the towns and killed um, the the whites in those towns in the most horrific manners. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is what Uhuru relates to. Now, um, I have uh, searched in, in Sina von Rensburg's uh, prophecies um, something that relates to the so-called a night of the long knives, right. which relates to the the so-called Uhuru. I haven't been able to find anything um, in Sina von Rensburg's prophecies directly relating to that event. Okay. Um, what we have seen is that over the past, especially the past about twenty twenty-five years, there have been numerous. Afrikaners who have uh, created out of thin air so-called prophecies that they have assigned to Sina van Rensburg. Oh, okay. Um, so, so I am uh, reluctant to to say that the Uhuru, Uhuru or the Night of the Long Knives has been specific, specifically um, predicted or prophesied about by Sina van Rensburg. What I do know is that the blacks are aware and have been uh, practicing mm-hmm. with their taxis the rapid deployment of blacks in white cities mm. or predominantly white cities. They've been practicing that for the past 15 years. Uh, I know when I still lived in Pretoria, they um, uh, very often on the communication lines that I have been uh, part of, We've had uh, warnings about possible um, events that could take place because all of a sudden, two o'clock at night, there are hundreds of taxis that travel on the freeways into the city of Pretoria and they uh, deploy in certain areas. And we saw those as practice runs for the Night of the Long Knives. Right. Um and and not just Pretoria, but also Johannesburg, and also outlying uh, towns like Harry Smith. Mm-hmm. Now I know we didn't pass through Harry Smith uh, at the time when you were there, um, or we might have. Yes, we might have because we travelled uh, past Harry Smith to Newcastle, and you can recall we had a meal with people at Newcastle mm-hmm. um, who wanted to meet with me. Right, right. And uh, so, yes, um, Harry Smith, for example, had um, a few months ago had been inundated by these taxis with 
thousands of blacks that had just decided to uh, create chaos in Harry Smith, yeah. but there wasn't destruction like it was over the past two weeks mm -hmm. in Durban and all the way yeah. from Durban, not just Durban. Um, I think it was something like 600 uh, malls, shopping malls that had been um, reduced to rubble. Right. Um, amazing. Absolutely uh, and, amazing. And, uh, even uh, it, they, they were, um, I think, 121 um, of these large delivery trucks, these uh, uh, lorries, call we, call, well, we call them trucks in America, lorries in Britain. Um, yeah. So many of these trucks had been hijacked and set alight and burned wow. and after they had been looted. Wow. Um, and the main road from Durban to Harry Smith had been closed all the way. Mm -hmm. In other words, approximately, approximately about 320 kilometers of main highway, arterial highway feeding from Durban to the, um, the, the main, uh, the, the most dense populated area in South Africa, Johannesburg. Mm -hmm. The supply lines had been disrupted. The, the, the freeway, the roads had been damaged uh, with the burning of tires and uh, malicious damaging of the, the toll gates and the toll um, points mm -hmm. to yes. such an extent that the roads were locked. Um, uh, they were impossible. Mm -hmm. uh, for quite a number of days. Uh, now, now, one would then ask, but what about railroad? Wouldn't the railroads be able to handle the traffic? Past the railway, South African railways, which was at a prime 28 years ago, uh, it was a, uh, a very smooth running system uh, with um, uh, very... Uh, extended services, um, inner town services, mm -hmm. uh, services between large towns, um, cities, uh, right. point to like point. Europe. Europe has an extensive like railway system, yeah. Mm -hmm. Past yeah. virtually nothing of that remains. Um, oh, All right, uh, the, the stations, for example, um, between Soweto and Johannesburg. The, the trains, uh, they, they started dismantling the stations, um, making it impossible for trains to move. And then <laughs> when, when the trains do wow. move, they burn the trains. They set the trains alight. Even in the cities, uh, the city centers or the city stations like Pretoria. Pretoria main station had been, um, had, was burned down about two and a half, three years ago, yeah. if I can recall. Okay, that, that, brings, that brings a question to my mind. Are there any whites in South Africa who, after all of this chaos, still believe that black rule is beneficial to South Africa? Pastor, yes, unfortunately <laughs> they are. Oh, man. But, okay. But, but one must realize that the Edomites have a much bigger and a much larger agenda than just keeping the country going. It's, right. it's far greater than that. Mm -hmm. And oh, those, yeah. are the, 
the the ones that I have so often referred to as the Edomites, the Edomites that have been uh, in control of this country for the past uh, 367 years. Yes, yes. Well, okay, so uh, before we get back to that article, I want to read about the Uhuru movement. This is from Wikipedia. The Uhuru movement's political theory is African internationalism, which states that capitalism was born parasitic through the attack on Africa and its people, otherwise known as white colonialism, which is, in fact, Jewish colonialism financed by Jewish banksters. Okay, so the belief derives from Karl Marx's book Capital. Okay. Das Kapital. Yes, right. And uh, down below in areas of work, it says political organizations. The African People's Socialist Party, which is the Uhuru movement, is an African-only political, it's blacks-only, folks, is a clearly racist, Marxist institution. Its leading body is the National Central Committee, NCC, which makes up the leadership of the Uhuru movement. So these people are anti-white communist to the core, folks. That's what these people are. Back now, to you. Now, one must also remember that these um, pro-black organizations and uh, that have operated as terrorist organizations uh, until 1992, when they would just um, uh, where they were the the ban on these organizations that operated as terrorist organizations. The ban was lifted by the Edomite mm. uh, F.W. de Klerk. Wow. So so one must realize now F.W. de Klerk was also, he was the president of South Africa at the time. One must also realize that he was uh, given the position of the the president of South, or well, the presidency of South Africa uh, because P.W. Buerta, the previous president, was removed Mm-hmm. Because of a so-called uh, a so-called stroke that he had, but it was a stroke that was induced chemically right. by somebody who had spiked his tea. Wow, wow. Okay, yeah, kind of like COVID <laughs> or the Gates jab, poisons, poison injections of of our people. So, okay, so it says here. Roadblocks on major highways burned about 20 trucks. I think you said the number was much higher than that. The protests, clo- yeah, right. The unrest spread within the KwaZulu Natal, where shopping malls and centers were ransacked by mobs that took food, electronics, clothes, and liquor. So, what else is new in South Africa? Attacks on retail centers also spread, but this type of stuff rarely happened under white rule. And uh, the white uh, uh, rulership did everything possible to accommodate the demands of black people. But, of course, communist blacks are a whole other matter. You know, they're a completely different matter. They cannot be reasoned with. Uh, they only believe in violence. Anyway, yeah. attacks, attacks on re- – go ahead. Pastor, sorry for interrupting you, but one must also realize that these organizations that had been dis- uh, uh, how can I say um, uh, they they were banned mm-hmm. during the previous government? Um, these terrorist organisations, these terrorist organisations were created and uh, instituted um, fifty, sixty, seventy years before. Right. Uh, I mean the A the ANC, which was also banned. 
um, was created by the communists, Jews. Mm-hmm. And there are quite a number of them. I can pass you a whole list of those that yeah. created the ANC in 1912. Okay. And then also the South African Communist Party was also created by Jews. And so also um, a number of the other uh, communistic organizations or the pro-communistic organizations that uh, was that they were all banned because of them being terrorists. Mm-hmm. And of course, F.W. de Klerk unbanned all of them and gave them a status within the South African politics. Wow. Yeah. And uh, that is that is the, the path that the South African government had taken. Now, one must realize that um, the Boers had been isolated out of the South African politics for many years uh, prior to uh, 1994. In fact, uh, some of the, the uh, right-wing Edomites who purport to be Boers are trying to convince me that I am lying about the fact that the Boers had been isolated. But it, it is fact that the Boers had been isolated. The last Boer uh, uh, general that was uh, murdered was in the late 1940s, General and you, you met his son, General mm-hmm. Marnie Maritz's son. Marnie right. Maritz, we, we visited him in um, close to Artebiaspoort Dam, if you can recall, on the way Surely. to Rustenburg. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I remember talking to his son very well, yes. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Boer people have been marginalized out of politics. Uh, and uh, as you've been uh, explaining on various shows, that these Cape Dutch South Afrikaners have been speaking in the name of the Boers for all of this time. And the Boer people have been uh, duped and confused by all of this, falsely believing that the Cape Dutch Afrikaners are, in fact, Boers when they are not. Exactly. Yeah, okay. They are descendants of the Rothschild, uh, Cape Dutch, uh, uh, yeah, Cape Dutch Afrikaner group uh, of the uh, British uh, West East India Company and a Dutch East India Company. That's who they are. Yeah. Yeah. And they've always been enemies of the Boer people, never their friends. Yeah, well, I I think you wrote a book about uh, the identity theft. Right. By the guys, Kazarian Edomites of the identity of Jacob. Now, exactly the same thing, uh, the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, who also have an Edomite ancestry, they have been at the very, very grave task or this massive uh, 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 agenda of theirs to grab or to thieve the identity mm-hmm. of the Boers. Right. And it is so visible if... if um, you know, if, if uh, one looks at the evidence of the history, it is all about the theft of the identity of the descendants of the house of Jacob. Yes, it's all, it's also, the whole Bible is about that and current history is all about that. The struggle between the two bloodlines coming from Genesis 3.15. Exactly. That's what this is, that's what this is all about, folks. Soon to be resolved. With the second coming, <laughs> we have to prepare for that. Back to you. Obadiah is busy playing out. I think uh, I mentioned oh, yeah. this uh, quite a number of times on previous shows. But one can see this with Obadiah playing out against the Rothschilds, against Fauci, against the 
Bulgates, all these Jews, mm-hmm. uh, let, let's rather call them Edomite Jews, because sure. uh, uh, it, it is not legal to call uh, them Jews <laughs> and pointing them out in a this um, yeah. in, in in a manner which is uh, truthful, disharmonious to what they <laughs> right. want to purport to be. Exactly, you so, can't criticize so Jews; you can only praise them. <laughs> right. So yeah. let's call them Edomites. Then we're totally in the safe because there's no, there are no laws around anywhere yeah. that prevents me from stating that the Edomite Gazarians are the hounds and the hyenas of this uh, of, of of humanity. Yes, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Okay, well let's continue here. Uh, the, we have this. Uh, two-week-long rampage going on. Not, very little about this uh, in uh, major major newspapers. I just heard rumors about this uh, while I was in yeah. Missouri and ha- just uh, checked into it uh, today before our show. So it says, uh, the unrest spread within the KwaZulu-Natal, where shopping malls and centers were ransacked by mobs that took food, electronics, clothes, and liquor. Attacks on retail centers also spread inland Turk, the country's largest city. And to Pretoria, the capital, in Durban and Peter Maritzburg, crowds attacked warehouses for major retailers and factories, which were set alight. Several burned until their roofs collapsed. Un- the unrest lasted for a week until 25,000 army troops were deployed. So this is major, major unrest within the country of South Africa. What, what's the potential for turning this around and turn- making this multicultural state peaceable, if it ever was? Uh, Pastor, it would never be possible under the present regime. Um, what you've read there is that uh, it, it that it was caused by the supporters of Jacob Zuma. Mm-hmm. But what but what we don't realize, and which, which which doesn't come to the fore so clearly, is that while this rampage was being executed and carried on uh, as a newsmaker. Right. Um, the total state capture by Cyril Ramaphosa had actually taken place. Okay, and uh, now the Zuma was the former president of South Africa, and he's been That's right. sentenced to 15 months in jail for corruption of some sort. Okay, and uh, uh, now Ramaphosa, who's okay? Oh, contempt of court. Okay, so who was Ramaphosa and? Uh, the, the replacement is he even more of a Marxist uh, than Zuma? <laughs> uh, Pastor, you can very clearly see if you have a look at the the run of affairs over the past well thirty five years or even longer. You can see how uh, the Edomites had uh, set these individuals in place. You, you, you mm-hmm. can, I, I mean, Zuma couldn't even. Um, Pronounce, or he couldn't even uh, count to the point where uh, he, he would make in public statements, um, and and there are quite a number of jokes. Uh, there were, was even on a British motor uh, program, a television program about motors and uh, motor cars. Uh-huh. A jokes flashed on on TV or splashed on TV rather where they were joking about the way in which he pronounced or announced the number of ANC members. Okay. I mean, he was saying about the 11, 11,000 oh. million. 
<laughs> right. You, you oh, yeah, that makes sense. Numbers. Yeah. Oh, we have a guy yeah, like that. Uh, His name is Joe Biden. Oh, oh, but uh, <laughs> uh, Pastor, I nearly said something, but I didn't want you to get into jail. So rather, let's get to the South African scene. What I right. wanted to say is that Jacob Zuma um, has so many, uh, has been accused of so many different atrocities over the past uh, quite a number of years. Mm-hmm. And there was a... a, a um, commission to investigate complaints of state capture with Zuma and the um, uh, an Indian family from India. Um, the, the state capture was continuing on along very, very virtually open lines. You could see these things happening. Mm-hmm. Yet the, the um, outcome of this was this family uh, this Indian family left South Africa in a hurry before anybody could lay hands on them. And uh, Zuma, uh, from from a a person who had nothing, I mean, he, he grew up to be a, and he was a, a shepherd of mm-hmm. sheep, sheep and goats. Okay. And how he could have become a president of South Africa Nobody can declare it, but it was very clear that he was already chosen for right. that particular role. Just like While, Mandela was, just like Mandela. Well, Jan Smuts had already been in the process of uh, creating Nelson Mandela for the position of president. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the, the, the um, lead into the black empowerment or the black um control of the country, communistic control, yes. because um, Jan Smuts himself was a communist as, as well, a communist Jew. Mm-hmm. But um, it's very clear that this whole pattern of individuals who have been groomed for their particular roles in the uh, in that which we have in South Africa today. Um, when Cyril Ramaphosa came into power as the president, the new president, there were so many whites that said, at last, now we have a president who is unlike any of the others. He is going to be our Moses to lead us yeah. into, into right. Pastor and, and Cyril Ramaphosa <laughs> right. is 10 times worse. Right, exactly. I, I mean, um, yeah. But the this this events the or these events that had taken place in South Africa, with this rampaging of and the rummaging of the uh, shopping malls and the streets and whatever they could lay their hands on, shops and I mean even shopping malls, complete shopping malls, reduced to rubble. Right. And that this happened in their own their own yeah. parts of the world. Well, here uh, uh, one of the, the places. Yeah, this this is reminiscent of what happened in Minnesota during the George Floyd riots where basically blacks were burning down their own neighborhoods. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Now, they're standing in queues uh, in in white shopping malls now for four four and a half, five hours because um, there's just no stock and they can only Mm -hmm. buy limited numbers of goods. For example, maximum, I think, is four breads and... Um, a water. few liters of milk and right. 
and water and, has and to be in short supply. The, yeah, absolutely, short supply on everything. But this this is the crazy thing, Pastor. Mm-hmm. It's I, I mean we've seen videos of blacks um, running out of shopping malls uh, where they had. Uh, broken into, for example, um, shopping shops that sell these large screen TVs. Right. And how how they, I I mean, it's not about hunger. It's about an agenda. Sure. um, And you and I know that George Soros was, for example, funding this Black Black Lives Matter events in America. Absolutely. And Absolutely. It, is, it is very evident that the same background funding had been taken place in South Africa for the for instigating the blacks to actually mm-hmm. to, to, to yeah. do these things. Yeah. Well, they broke in and stole a big screen TV, but forgot to grab a gallon of milk. Now they're starving. <laughs> right. This is how crazy this is. OK. Uh, the article continues here. South Africa's economy may sustain longer-term damage if domestic and international investors view the unrest as a sign that the country is not safe for their capital. South Africa's economy was already in recession, and the instability is expected to cause the economy to contract even further. The hardest hit will be South Africa's poor, many of whom will not be able to buy food at competitive prices or get it at all, at the township shopping centers that have been closed or burned. People receiving Mm -hmm. monthly government grants, especially the elderly, will not be able to get them at centers that have been closed. So the chaos will continue, folks. I think we're seeing Uhuru. I think we're seeing the Judgment Day pass right before our very eyes. This, this is it, folks. Absolutely. This is it, folks. This is Armageddon. Back to you, uh, Pastor. Well, at least it is uh, the Book of Obadiah, um, because uh, I see the retaliation against the COVID uh, pandemic, um, even in large cities or uh, uh, metro metropolitan cities like France, where the Rothschild banks have been um, burned down. I don't know if you're aware of that. Mm-hmm. No. no. In 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 France, the 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 population have started standing up against the Jews. That's good. Uh, and especially the banksters. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Th- there is an international cry for the um, arrest of. The likes of Bill Gates and Fauci and uh, some of right. the others that have all right. partaken in this uh, orchestrated genocide of the human race. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, uh, actually, regarding your question, uh, the next heading here is, was the rioting spontaneous? After Zuma entered prison, numerous posts on social media encouraged protests, including attacks on highways and retail centers. Six people have been arrested on charges of inciting violence. The government announced Monday without disclosing their identities. One of those arrested has been released on bail. Five are still in custody. Quote, the unrest was orchestrated, instigated, and planned. It almost brought our country to its knees, said acting minister in the presidency, Kumbuzo Ntshaveni. You skipped it. You skipped a paragraph. What caused the deaths? Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Well, obviously the rioters, but uh, uh, police and government officials say many of the deaths were caused by when people were crushed in stampedes during the chaotic ransacking of shops. So in other words, they killed each other. At least 20 deaths occurred in the Phoenix area of KwaZulu-Natal, where residents were protecting their neighborhood from suspected intruders, according to policemen. That's what's going to have to happen. People who live in neighborhoods are going to have to hunker down against these rioters because this is going to get more and more common everywhere, not just South Africa. Back to you. Basta, yes. And this is why I asked you to also cover that particular paragraph. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, The the South African police have now been uh, instructed to disarm those people that protected themselves Uh, and their communities and their shops. Wow. To disarm them and to also remove the barricades that they have erected, preventing these marauders, these hyenas of humanity. Shades of the French Revolution. Shades of the French Revolution, which was also a communist revolution. Now, one Mm -hmm. of the things that must also be said, um, the Phoenix area of Durban is a primarily or predominantly an Indian hmm. uh, township of Durban. Okay. Now the Indians, the Indians have um, have have stood up against the these revelers or these um, uh, human hyenas. Yeah. Because I I I, I fail to and I, I fail to get a better word for them because uh, it's it's. The way in which they acted is absolutely inhuman. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like a dog that kills the hand that feeds it. Right, absolutely. Because that's what they did. Yeah, yeah. And and these Indians have they stood up because they have armed themselves and they stood up and they protected their uh, shops, shopping centers, etc. And because of that, the police say no; they should not have done that. Um, yeah, they right. they are to be disarmed. Shades Past of the Watts that, riots in Los Angeles, where the foreign-owned uh, shops were protected with guns by their owners. But can okay. you see the the way in which the ANC governs this country? Mm-hmm. Uh, there is now a a, a push to. To make all guns illegal in the hands, it, it has now become illegal in South Africa to own a gun for self-protection. Wow. Okay. So yeah. hold on to your second amendment. <laughs> right. Yeah, we no. sure will. <laughs> in fact, I'm you buying use... ammunition as we speak. <laughs> all right, because but here, it's, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's extremely. It's extremely important. The uh, the American public is the last bastion against this disarmament. Liberal, yes, yes. Disarm, uh, the the, the so called disarm the public. Yeah, disarming the public means uh, there is a planned genocide by the Amen. internationalists, these elitists, these Edomite Kazarians. Um, I sent you a a. a particular file uh, which right. gives some broad outline of the the, the history of the um, evil Kazarian mafia yeah amen 
Amen. Yeah, we can talk about that next week. That's an excellent article. But here, let me just quote here again, the same article, the extent of the rioting exposed South Africa's underlying economic problems, including high rates of unemployment and poverty. Unemployment is more than 32%, and it is above 64% for those under the age of 35. Can you imagine? You have all these teenagers. It's even worse than that, Bosna. Yeah, worse than this. According to the it's South actually, Af- Yeah, this is their, according to their own statistics. Now, th- this sentence is extremely important here. The country is one of the most unequal in the world, and that inequality has increased since apartheid ended in 1994, according to the World Bank. So they know that this is a, multiculturalism is an absolute failure. They know it. But they're going to continue pushing for it because it's the agenda against the white race. Back to you, uh, Foster. Yes, uh, while I still, uh, w- while I was still employee of a company uh, in the Cape, one of the um, customers that we had was the South African Navy, and the South African Navy took in something like one thousand two hundred cadets every year. Mm-hmm. And those cadets, once they were trained, they could not be de- deployed within uh, within the South African Navy itself. And they kept on taking in cadets, training them for a period of, I think, two years. And after two years, they kept on the payroll of the South African government at the expense of the South African taxpayers. Sure. And And those cadets... Had a free life. They they didn't report for duty. It was not necessary. Mm-hmm. They were given free housing. They were given um, salaries, and even uh, um, official vehicles. And they were not given a work to do. They were merely in the employ right. as. Lazy bums, if I can Yeah, right. A, a so-called standing army, right. <laughs> so well, how much crime did these people commit while they had all this free stuff? But, but, but the reason for that was to reduce the number or the percentage, the number of, of unemployment mm. in South Africa. So right. they have these false positions that uh, of, of unproductive people. Right. Um, the, Make and the work. The sad thing is... Mm-hmm. Man, many of those that were in, uh, that were officiated, that were in the employ, or that were functioning as uh, so-called individuals within the South African Navy, they were merely orchestrators of um, agents, external agents that would come in as uh, advisors and as um, the people that do the work. Yeah. Yeah. So here we have what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's make work. uh, It's uh, like the Chicago uh, Democratic machine. Uh, You uh, you get your job so-called, you know, whether you're a garbage worker or a city hall desk employee. uh, It's it's patronage. You you, you can be relied upon to vote for the Democratic Party. Right. Nepotism, patronage, etc. Yeah. Nepotism. And if you vote for the right party, you have a job irrespective. That's right. That's right. And so they can count on you. And the entire Democratic Party in America is based on that. The welfare state guarantees that blacks will vote Democratic <laughs> forever. I think uh, yeah. uh, 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 LBJ put it very bluntly. He said, I'll make sure those niggers vote Democratic for the next 200 years. <laughs> That's what he That's said. It. Yeah. Lyndon okay. Johnson. Right. 
right? Because he's the one who created the welfare state. He knew what he was doing to destroy well, he America. Was, uh, he, uh, he, he himself was an Edomite Kazarian. Boss, That's right? right. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Okay. So, uh, so now Zuma, a corrupt black politician, is being replaced by another corrupt black politician. Can you expect anything to improve? Not at all, Pastor. One mm -hmm. must also remember that Zuma said that if he is being taken down, he's also going to take down so many other of these uh, top officials of the ANC. Mm -hmm. So he's given them a warning. Right. And what do you think? No wonder the, the um, chief justice of the Supreme Court of South Africa, during this Zuma event, the justice, the chief justice of the Supreme Court of South Africa was replaced by somebody that was appointed by the president, Cyril Ramaphosa. Okay. All right. So, so it's an internal power grab. That's all it is. It's an internal we, power yeah, grab, Pastor. Within and, the ANC. The South, African, right. the South African public and the poorest of the, the South African public are the victims. Right, absolutely. So Zuma has uh, be fallen into disfavor among his own people, among the Jews, among the uh, Cape Dutch Afrikaners, and he has to go because there's just too much scandal surrounding him and the economy is falling apart, <laughs> right? So the, exactly. so in other words, blame, it's just like the circus trials in the Soviet Union, uh, What's his name? Stalin. Stalin would have circus trials uh, condemning certain people who were actually good members of the Communist Party, right? But they had become so corrupt, fat, lazy, bum politicians, bureaucrats, that they were no useful to the administration. So they had to be replaced. Yeah. But well, that the, was already evident in the days of Jan van Riebeek in South Africa. Past. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. This corrupt world is just gets more corrupt until it, it must fall apart. It must fall yeah. apart, and that's where we're heading toward. Okay. Well, uh, absolutely, Pastor. If, if one considers um, this new world order that they are in, in uh, they busy integrating the new world order into our yes. everyday lives. Right, right. But who created the the previous world order? Well, in South Africa? The Edomites. Yeah, of course. Yeah, the Edomites and the Khazarians. Yeah, because the Rothschilds the are Khazarians. I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, the Dutch East. The Dutch East Indian Company, or the Kazarians of the Dutch East Indian Company, and the Kazarians of the British East Indian Company, and the, mm -hmm. they were the ones that instigated the and created the previous world order. The, That's this, correct. Uh, Rome, yeah. Rome, Rome, New Rome, world Pagodonian. order. Right. Yeah. 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 The bankers of those uh, of those nations were always in charge in the background, as they are yes. today. As they still are today. Yes, they are today. Now, here's an interesting, um, with about 10 minutes left, uh, here's a name I'm not familiar with. Zuma is alleged to have received bribes through his former financial advisor, Shabir Shaikh. Shaikh. Shabir Shaikh. Yes. Uh, <laughs> there's a whole lot of shaking going on, who was convicted on related charges in 2000. Who is Shabir Shaikh? Pastor, he's uh, also a nobody who had... Uh, great influence in the ANC, and he uh, mm -hmm. was found guilty of corruption, and it had a lot to do with the um, so-called um, uh, military hardware uh. sales deals 
at the turn of the government from the white government to the black government. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, Shab- yeah. Shabir Sheikh had been found guilty and he was incarcerated and he was incarcerated, I think, for something like two weeks and he became uh, so ill that he could not continue with his incarceration. So they allowed him out of out mm-hmm. of jail. But he's been playing golf all along now. <laughs> A really vicious sentence for that guy, right? So is is he is he uh, an Indian, a Paki, uh, a black, uh, 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 an Edomite? What is he? Yes. Yeah. Oh, to all of those, <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, all of the above, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. Zuma was but forced. Can you see? Yeah. Go ahead. Pastor, can you can you see how these individuals are chosen and groomed for a yes. position? Right. And when things become difficult for them, they just plead uh, incapable of executing um, their their sentence. So they go f- scot free, and they go and play golf. Yes. Right. Yeah. And while while the the uh, assets that they have stolen from the South African public by virtue of the fact that they had uh, embezzled and uh, created contracts that uh, put money into their pockets and accepted bribes and whatever. Well, that makes a lot of money for them. They have, they have right. large concerns and organizations that actually continue with creating wealth for these individuals who right. have grown out of nothing. Yes. Well, I mean, the, Zuma. Yeah. Zuma is so wealthy at this stage. He owns, I don't know. Uh, and how did he get that? South oh. African taxpayers. Right. Yeah. Corruption. Total corruption. It's just like the song by the Who states, meet the new boss, same as the old boss. It's, it's just the names have changed, but the methods remain the same. Uh, for it's example, just a new broom. Yeah, so the Nelson Mandela Foundation said it was pleased to see, see Zuma in custody and criticized him, quote, for a pattern of disregard for the rule of law and for our constitutional democracy, unquote, as if Nelson Mandela was any better. <laughs> right? It's just posturing. Yeah. So the people believe, okay, now we've got a new person in charge. He's honest. He will work for the people. Really, really, really. and it's well, amazing that people continue to believe this lie. There was even a Cape Dutch Afrikaner pastor. Okay, that, uh, quite a large article was publicized where this pastor had said that Cyril Ramaphosa, we must pray for him because he is God's answer to <laughs> South Africa. <laughs> right. So was Mandela. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Oh, and so, so was Obama. O- Obama. Yeah. Oh, he turned out to be a bummer, right? <laughs> okay. well, but well, uh, hope and change. Said, I mean, the, the 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 people are constantly being played by this game of hope and change, but nothing changes, and there's no hope. Yes. Well, with the Edomites controlling both ends of the political sphere, um, they keep the balance by virtue of the mass media with which they use to program the minds of the people in order to polarize them to one of these two uh, solutions that they they present for the 
problems that they have created. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, the, they're destroying the nation's infrastructure. And, you know, I can say, uh, since you've been on this show, I think we've been on now uh, f- since 2012, if not sooner, that uh, you predicted all these things would be happening. And here they are. That's all exactly. happening. And uh, it's easy Absolutely. to foresee you know, when you know that the Khazarian Edomites are in charge and their agenda just moves forward. And all these puppets called politicians do their will. Same thing here in America. Democrats versus Republicans makes no difference. These are all puppets who do the will of the Zionist agenda. And they have no choice because it's a mafia organization. Zionism is a mafia organization. They, they created communism. They run all the wars and they run all the politics of the world. Uh, without exception, I don't think even the Muslim nations are exempt from that statement. No, they aren't. Pastor, okay. something that I can say is that at least the, the Muslim nations have, uh, their leaders have a certain amount of credibility. Right, they a certain amount. At, at, right. least, at okay. least they are at a certain level of honesty with the people that vote for them and that they represent. In South Africa, it's totally opposite ever since the day of Jan van Riebeek. Um, and, and I keep saying this, Pastor, it's, and it's quite amazing how many um, uh, people sent people who, who purport to be Boers, who, who tell me that they are Boers, who, who uh, whenever there is a Boer uh, event, they are there, they participate in the discussions on Facebook, etc. But they sent me these um, these straws mm-hmm. which the Edomites put out for the Boers to catch on and follow yeah. the Edomites again. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just amazing, as as if the Boers, exactly as is as is prophesied about the house of Jacob, it is as if these people are, uh, they are so desirous of a leader. Yeah. They sent me messages, David. I want to nominate you as a Boer leader. <laughs> yes. And and I refuse to be nominated nominated as a Boer leader because only Yahweh can appoint a, a leader for the Boers. It's because mm. they have grasping straws, uh, straws that had been presented to them by the Edomites because the Edomites want to to be the leader of the Boers. They, I, I mean, that has been uh, so evident throughout the ages. Yes, yes. Yes, it's it's a, a tremendous burden for us who understand, who know what's going on. We're savvy to all the the, the corruption, and it, it's just it's well the uh, um, apocalypse of Baruch said in the end times Israel would be subject to a great stupor, <laughs> a stupor, a stupor, a stupid stupor. Yeah, a stupor that they will not be able to see what's going on around them. They will be uh, you know, confused by lies and, and false theories, and obviously fake news, yeah. that, uh, that they can't, simply cannot see reality. Absolutely, Pastor. Mm-hmm. And I see that daily. I see that absolutely daily. Um, the, 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 uh, the prophecies regarding the uh, – it, it is as if the descendants of the house of Jacob are <laughs> – well, I call it that 
they are under the spell of the Edomites. Mm-hmm. They are under the. Um, it's a spell. Uh, th- they have been anesthetized by the Afrikaners. They have been hypnotized by the Afrikaner Judeo-Christian church ministers. Right. I call them. Yep. I call them Kerkhierlinge Church. Um, um, uh, uh, they they have been churchified. <laughs> they haven't. They haven't been. They haven't. Be, they have no calling in terms of being ministers of the gospel. They right. have been hired in. They are hired. Right. Of just the like church. the politicians, they've been hired. Yes, just like the politicians. Exactly. Luke sixteen eight. And the Lord commended the unjust steward because he had done wisely. For the children of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of light. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That is so evident today in our lives, Pastor. Mm -hmm. Yes. The the people who are supposed to be wise are in this delusion, in this this stupor, etc. It's as if they are... In a psychotic state of stupor. Right. It's psychosis. There you go. A total psychosis, Boston. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yet they are are of the house of Jacob that are busy awakening. Pastor, I'm I'm standing amazed at certain individuals that contact me and tell tell me, David, uh, you've been saying things that I've been reading up for the past year and a half, two years. And yes. I am so excited. This is what they tell me, David. I'm so excited because at last I have found somebody who who says outright what I have mm-hmm. assumed for so long. Right. Because Very that good. is what I can read in yeah. the scriptures. And and people are absolutely well. They are Boers that are busy awakening out of the psychotic state of stupor, mm-hmm. which they have been uh, preached into by the Edomite Cape Dutch Afrikaner ministers. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's uh, the churches have been in, influenced, uh, corrupted, as well as the politicians, and it's hard for our people to imagine that such a level of corruption could even exist. But it does. It's real, folks. All right, uh, be prepared. This is Armageddon, folks. Uh, you 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 have to hunker down. Be prepared to defend yourselves, your family, and your property, because they are coming after us. We have Uhuru is planet wide. It's not just in South Africa. Thank you, Pastor Martin. That's all the time we have for today. Take care. Yahweh bless. And Yahweh bless everybody. Good day. Praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh.